0: You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading and funny show in America on air and on the world wide web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Well, you came here for the Trump interview, so let's get to it, shall we?
1: Rob, I have President Trump on the line.
0: Very good. Mister President. Mr. President, it is an honor and a privilege to have you on my show. Thank you so much for finding me. Well,
1: the- I love your show, and I love your humor. I think you're great. And your politics, too, by the way, but your humor is so great, so...
0: That is the greatest compliment I could ever imagine. Uh, yesterday, I'm really good. thank you, sir. In the uh, Oversight Committee yesterday, Christopher Ray was being grilled by Republicans. And uh, I, if I may, um, Matt Gates quoted a quote from Hunter Biden to a Chinese official. He said, I'm sitting here with my father. I'd like to understand why the commitment has not been fulfilled. I will make certain that uh, between the man sitting next to me and every person who knows my ability to hold a grudge, uh, that you will not re- uh, regret not following my direction direction um what would happen in the mainstream media if that text was from your son eric to you while you were the president
1: well they would have been arrested immediately uh, they would have made a deal out of it the likes of which uh, it should be made a deal out of by the way because it's extortion i mean yeah. they wouldn't do that but uh, i mean honestly what would have happened to almost anybody else uh, other than a radical left democrat or a biden It uh, this is years and years of putting people in place. That's all it is. But that was extortion and at a high level. And that's mafia talk. Yeah. And uh, just incredible. Well, you had that with the prosecutor, a billion dollars for the prosecutor. You have it in many ways. If that would have been said by me or somebody else, uh, it would have been a lot of problems. These people are sick and they're corrupt. And it's a shame. It's a shame.
0: It's also the first time in American history cocaine was found in the White House. And for the first time in history, we have a first son who's a known coke addict. Uh, I guess the Secret Service is going to have a hearing about it today. Again, you've got a double standard. What do you think about finding cocaine in the White House?
1: Well, first of all, I have a lot of respect for Secret Service, and I believe they know who it is. And uh, I think without question, I know that part of the White House very well. And uh, the only one that gets really good access is, you know, like family members and people uh, cabinet members where they don't go crazy on checking. So it has to be somebody like that. But, you know, I would say perhaps perhaps, of course, you know, who knows? But I think perhaps it was a Hunter deal. And they left it for him, and he forgot to pick it up, just like he forgot to pick up the computer. Yes, Could have picked up his computer. They called him many times, pick up your computer, pick it up, and now they're all suing each other, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, The fact
1: is that computer, the the laptop from hell. uh, Please pick it up. And he didn't do it. Well, he didn't pick up the cocaine either. So it could have been that. I that, uh, I think that they know exactly who it was, but it sounds like it was left there for somebody to pick up. And I would think it was Hunter. And I think, didn't they travel off to the... They said they weren't there that day, yeah. but they were. Yeah. And I think they then left right around that time. They left for the uh, for Camp David. So I would say that this could be a rerun of the laptop from hell because he didn't pick that up, wouldn't pick it up. And I think maybe he didn't pick up the cocaine, too, and feed a little bit of his father to give him energy. Now, of course, that's just <laughs> supposition. Yes, Who would ever think a thing like that could no,
0: happen? No, never,
1: never. But, uh, I don't think it's very bad supposition, I have to tell you.
0: Now, the hearings were about the weaponization of the federal government, also a massive government censorship machine. I was a victim of it. Conservatives were a victim of it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Did you have any idea that it was this extensive, the censorship campaign and the, and the anti-Trump campaign that was going on while you were the president? And also, do you believe that the government was involved in getting you kicked off of Twitter and Facebook and others?
1: Yes, I do. I think so. And... uh you know, it goes deep. This is Clinton. This is Bush, Rhinos. This is a lot of people, Obama, Biden. But these are a lot of people that have been put in place. Yeah, I do. I believe that 100 percent. I believe that. I don't believe it. I know it. If you take a look at what came out, much more so than yesterday, you just look at Twitter files and you look at what happened with the FBI and Twitter, where they were literally telling them what to do. And by the way, I don't know if people don't realize, but that's a big deal. Uh, it amounted to 17 points in the election, according to uh, some of the good pollsters McLaughlin, Fabrizio. He's talking about 17 points. So cut that in half and cut
0: that in half. Yeah. You're talking about millions of votes. Yeah, And also you include uh, money from Mark Zuckerberg. You consider mail-in yep. ballots and all of the things that they did during the 2020 election. And most importantly, I remember the day after the election, I was shut off of Facebook altogether. I couldn't say anything about the election. And you think about all the things you could not talk about, that it was misinformation, Mr. President. Uh, that was Stalinistic in the way they did things. They declared certain things, you know, something you couldn't talk about. So it was called misinformation and disinformation.
1: Yep. That's all they're good at. Uh, look, Rob, they rigged the election. And the one thing you couldn't talk about was the election. Time magazine cover, you know, they, they had to boast a little bit. And they went 25 percent of the way. They had to get a little credit for this. And they if you read that Time magazine cover from a couple of years ago, uh, it really sort of said a lot more than it should have said. Uh, but the Republicans don't do what they have to do. And uh, the judges, frankly, were afraid. Bill Barr was a coward. He was uh, afraid to do what he had to do. And the current people aren't doing it. They're protecting they're protecting their own, and they know exactly what went on. This was a rigged election, yeah. uh, the likes of which you didn't have in third world countries. It was 100% rigged. And all the proof is there. Go up in Wisconsin. Take a look at Wisconsin, what they found. Take a look at other places, what they found. And anybody that wants to talk about it, they leave them alone. You know why? They don't want to talk about it. People went before January 6th when they said the election was rigged. They said, get out of here. We don't want to talk. They don't want to talk about any you want to talk yeah. about a rigged election. They send you back home. They want the guys, the stupid ones, the weak ones that say, oh, well, I made such a mistake in saying it was rigged. Well, proof builds up all the time. When you look at truth to vote. When you look at all of the things that have come out, if you don't even look at all of the scamming, all of the ballot stuffing and all of the horrible things that took place, if you only, Rob, look to the modern day over the last few months and all that came out with the FBI and the DOJ controlling Twitter and Facebook and and, and literally having absolute control, we're not talking about a little bit, we're talking about a lot. Only say bad about Trump, only say good about Biden, and it amounted to millions of votes. But And you don't even have to go back into all of the other things. But all of the other things are there in addition. Now, this was a third world election. And we ought to go back to paper ballots. And we ought to go back to voter ID and same-day elections. And you'll end up having honest elections again.
0: I agree. Do you, uh, and I saw you hint this uh, earlier this week. Do you think that Joe Biden will make it through the primaries, uh, let alone another term in office at this point?
1: Personally, I'd like to see him. I don't see it. I mean, I watch this guy. And, you know, I was much more respectful to him and to the office until they indicted me. They indicted their primary opponent, who's leading by 50 points. And uh, they indicted. nobody believes it. Over nonsense, over absolute nonsense. That Presidential Records Act, it's not even a criminal thing. And they don't use that, though. You know, they don't refer to that. They refer to something that doesn't pertain. But, you know, it's... uh, when they do that, then the gloves are off. Look, we have a corrupt president. He's corrupt. Yeah. He's a stone-cold thief. He's an extortionist. And his son is, is you know, this, the one that's doing it. When you hear that statement that you just read to me, and I've heard, I've heard just as bad as that and worse, you know, you could read them all day long. Uh, it, it, that's a crime family, and there's nothing being done about
0: it. Um, it Ron DeSantis uh, appears to not be gaining a lot of traction, and um, uh, I'm, I'm wondering what the reason of that is. I think that uh, part of it is that this year, sir, and this is what I've been saying, that you aren't a candidate this year, you're a movement. The MAGA movement is a movement, and the other candidates are candidates. Uh, And I don't believe that anything that Ron DeSantis or anyone can do are going to keep them from voting for you. You've used the word retribution. I am your retribution. I understand what that is because I see the abuses that we've been through by this government, particularly the last three years. So what do you have to say about uh, the other candidates? And also, what is your your idea of retribution that you think Americans want? Well,
1: Ron suffers from a very, very serious and probably incurable disease. Okay. He's got no personality. <laughs> and when you have no personality as a politician, historically it's not a good thing. Historically. Yeah. Now, there've been some they got through. Yeah. But uh, this guy, you know, he came to me begging for my support, tears in the eyes. He was at 3, he was dead to Adam Putnam. He was the Secretary of Agriculture in Florida. And uh, he was absolutely dead. He was like 30 or 40 points behind. And because he fought a little bit, you know, not the best. Jim Jordan was a lot better. A lot of them were a lot better. But he was a guy that fought on impeachment hoax number one and impeachment hoax number two and some of the other hoaxes. You know, he'd be on television a little bit. So I figured, what the hell? I didn't know Adam Pentham. So I endorsed him. And he went from losing, uh, you know, resoundingly. It was yeah. over. He was looking for jobs. He was out because he was out of Congress, he was running for governor, he, he was a bad candidate. I didn't think about it then, you know, because it wasn't, uh, I had other things in my mind, like uh, China, Russia, and survival, okay? Yes. I had those in probably those orders. But uh, if you look, and the economy, which we had the greatest economy in history. Yeah. So anyway, so I endorsed him and he became like a rocket ship and he won easily the nomination And then after he won the nomination, we had to get through uh, the big star of the party. You know who I'm talking about. Turned out to be a crackhead. (laughs) But the big star of the party. And uh, he got through. You know, good-looking guy. He was going to be the next president and all that stuff. You know, we've heard of him. Like in golf, they say, who's going to be the next Jack Nicklaus? You know, they say he's going to be the next president. (laughs) So what happens is uh, I got him through that one, too. So he didn't think he could win. He didn't think he could beat the Democrat, actually. Yep. And he certainly didn't think he could get the nomination. I actually told him, you're so far behind. I don't know. I think we could bring Abraham Lincoln and George Washington back to endorse <laughs> you. But I endorsed him. He said, no, if you endorse me, I'll win, sir. If you endorse me. So I said, you know what, Ron, let's give it a shot. And I endorsed him, and he went up like, you know, he won in the last yeah. Slide, yeah. You know, And Putnam was leading by like 35 points, and he had $30 million in cash. Ron was way down in the basement. He was last, and he had no money. So I got him in, and that's okay. Three years later, they're screaming at him, will you run? Will you run against the president? And he says, I have no comment. I have... Now, you're a very smart guy. I do love your stuff. I think you're fantastic, by Thank the way. You. you are. Thank you. It's humor in politics, and
0: in politics, you need a little humor. You Mr. President, you... God knows we need it more than ever. Well, you, need it. you need it. You have to look at things a little bit differently. Yes, sir. But, you know,
1: uh, when he said, uh, I have no comment, I said to my people, that guy's going to run. I got him into office. You know, some people I help. Yeah, I'm almost at 99% on endorsements for the Republicans. If I endorse somebody, they win almost 98.6. If yeah. you don't have COVID, yeah. you're at 98.6. Okay, If you have COVID, you got a different kind of a problem, right? Yeah. But 98.6, so almost 99%. And I endorse him. He gets in, and I say I can't believe it. You know, because I'm, a, I'm maybe I'm old-fashioned, but yeah. I believe loyalty is an important.
0: Exactly. Now, were you prepared? The guy came,
1: tears in his eyes, begging for an endorsement. I give it to him. He gets the governorship. He did just fine. He, by the way, he locked down Florida and everything. You know, like yeah. dead, like uh, he didn't lock it down. He locked down the beaches. He locked down the, the highways. He locked. He was a big lockdown guy. Yeah. But he he opened it up. Earlier than most and certainly earlier than all the Democrats who were really a disaster. I mean they were just just absolutely a disaster. But anyway, so he decides to run and I've been hitting him very hard and obviously I guess effectively because yeah, I guess. he is down. I think he I think he's in trouble in twenty eight now. He could have he could have had twenty eight very easily and now I think he's in a lot of trouble.
0: All right, so we've got more with Donald Trump coming up. This is the Rob Carson Show. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. Donald Trump says he's the funniest man on TV. Just wait till he hears him on the radio. It's the Rob Carson show. We do have President uh, Trump, a, an interview, exclusive interview here on the show. And we're going to be having to uh, divide it into three segments. You've already heard the first one. Here is part number two. Let me ask you this. Um, you just celebrated a birthday, a belated birthday to you. Um, I'm uh, I'm younger than you. But when I'm your age, sir, I see nothing but a, a lawn chair on a beach and relaxing. You keep fighting. Why do you do this? Why do you not just uh, go back to business, uh, live the rest of your life, enjoying what you've earned? Why are you still doing this? I have a feeling, but I'd love to hear from you.
1: So we built the greatest economy in the world. We had uh, truly make America great again, MAGA. It's, you know, I don't think we could have done a better phrase. Yeah, And we have a few of them. America first is ours, make America great again. You know, we have great stuff, but We did a great job. We had the greatest economy in the world. We had a border that was the best numbers we've ever had in the history of our border, recorded history. The border was closed. We were taking in. You know, we're taking in 10 times more drugs today than we were three years ago, 10 times. And hundreds of thousands of people are dying. And we were, if if they got him in, they had a fight. They had a fight to get him in. It's like Evander Holyfield. He may be smaller, but I'll tell you. You had, if you were a champion, you had to go through Evander. You you were punished, yes, right? Yes. To get this stuff through our area, you know, we built. You know, Christie, this guy Christie is a loser. Yeah. Christie said forty-seven miles of wall. Well, it was almost five hundred miles of wall, and that's reported by the by the groups that do it. But he says forty-seven. You know, they say whatever comes to their mind. I built hundreds of miles of wall, fixed a lot of the existing wall. That's not even counting that. And we had the best border. We rebuilt our military. Yeah. Uh, we knocked out ISIS, as you know, and the yeah. two leading people in the history, in history in terms of terrorism, wiped them out. We did a hell of a job in every way, even right to try. We could get your drugs without getting, you know, that yeah. they're going to be approved over a five-year period, but if they show promise, if you're terminally ill, you, you don't have to go to Europe or go home and die. And many, many lives have been saved. But everything we did, and we had a country that was never as hot as it was. We were breaking every employment record. If you were African-American, if you were Asian, if you were, a- it didn't matter. Hispanic did so well, so well. And we we were just knocking it out of the park. We were leapfrogging China. You know, China was supposed to yeah. overtake us in 2018. That's for 20 years. is the year. We were leapfrogging them. They weren't even close. They were yeah. never going to take us. I always said if we have a smart president, they'll never overtake us, even yeah. though they have yeah. a lot more people. So we were doing great and then we had a rigged election and a terrible thing happened to our country. Now we have the worst quarter in history. We have a horrible economy. We have inflation. I had no inflation. We have inflation. We have everything. Yeah. We have everything. High energy prices. We were energy independent. We were going to make so much money with our liquid gold under our feet drops. Yeah. So much that we're going to start paying off debt and lowering taxes even further. I gave the largest tax cuts in history. Yep. I gave the largest regulation cuts in history just by far, not even close with Ronald Reagan. I mean, bigger, much bigger, much more effective even. So we had it going. And then they stole, they rigged. It's so horrible. They used COVID to rig the election. Yeah, and it's yeah. very simple. And I- they did it. And, uh, and uh, you know, that's where we are. So. We can do it again. I can do it again. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I would long for that, but I really enjoy this. We have to make America great again, and we're going to do it.
0: So um, the debate, are you Are you leaning toward the debate? Because everybody who's calling me says, tell them no, do a rally, run it on Newsmax. You'll get huge ratings. There's nothing, there's no advantage to debating the guys who are 40 and right. 50 and 60 points behind you.
1: Well, you know, when you go like Ada, I call him Ada Hutchinson nowadays. I call him Ada because he's weak. <laughs> yes. But uh, you take a guy like Hutchinson, you take a guy like Christie, who's not polling at all. He, he can't get elected dog catcher. He left, you know, he left uh, New Jersey with a 9 percent, it's actually 9 percent, 9 percent approval rating. And then he wants to run for president. He's, he's no good. And you have, you know, many of them like that, and, and where they're polling at zero. They had actually one guy zero and the arrow was pointing less. That means less than zero. I'm trying to figure out what that means. Yes, exactly. You know. They- they, no, I guess it was a mistake. Or maybe it was, you know, because people vote three, four, five times. Yes. So, you know, they, there's no single votes anymore. So yeah. I
0: guess- okay, now we're going to have more with uh, President Donald Trump. We're going to do the third segment of the uh, program featuring the uh, the President of the United States. And we, uh, we're we covering a bunch of other of issues. And, and I apologize for the, for doing this to you. It's just uh, the President this morning, we were offered uh, 15 minutes. And uh, he said, hey, you know, uh, 15 minutes, no, no, no. We're going to go ahead and do a half an hour or more with Carson. And so, on the way, we're going to touch on a number of things, including uh, 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 what do you think about uh, uh, the upcoming election? Also, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, uh, what uh, <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about Elvis, actually. That'll be one of the things we do. So if you guys uh, will hang on for just a second, we're going to continue the rest of the uh, of the interview with Donald Trump in just a moment. And by the way, we will be featuring the uh, interview and not only the uh, the audio of the interview, but also the uh, video of the interview on, uh, on my social media and on Newsmax as well. All right? So, again, we've got much more from Donald Trump coming up. Uh, we went a lot longer, and we didn't want to whittle it down. Okay? We wanted to give you the whole interview. And I think you're going to enjoy it, all right? And, of course, it will be on the podcast today. Just go to Newsmax.com slash listen to hear it in its entirety. In the meantime, we will be back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Imagine this. In the dead of night, you're lying in bed. Suddenly, you hear something go bump. What's your next move? Well, you reach for the ultimate solution. The new MC-14T Tip-Up Pistol from EAA Corp and Gerson. This game-changing firearm is perfect for those with limited hand strength disabilities or anyone seeking a comfortable and user-friendly alternative. Picture this. The MC-14T features an ingenious tip-up barrel design, making loading and unloading a breeze. Say goodbye to struggles while racking a slide. Just load the tip-up barrel, lock it back, and you're ready to fire. That is pretty ingenious, actually. The MC-14T is chambered in 380 ACP, boasting a 13-plus round capacity. With its reliable stopping power and compact size, it's an excellent choice for personal defense. Complete with accessory rail and ambidextrous safeties. Experience a new level of convenience. Available with all EAA Corp. distributors. Starting at an incredibly affordable MSRP, of just $498. Don't miss out on this game-changing firearm. Visit eaacorp.com today. eaacorp.com. America is still the land of opportunity for all. If we all come together for her, it's the Rob Carson Show. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that here in just a second. I uh, am sharing with you the interview we did with Donald Trump this morning. It is a full half hour. He normally only gives 15 minutes, and he said, Rob, I I enjoy your show, and I want to stay on. So he did an incomplete uh, half hour of the program. We didn't want to interrupt any of it uh, by, by editing it down, so we wanted to run it in its entirety in segments. And here is the final segment of my exclusive interview. You with uh, President Donald Trump. What are you going to do to ensure that the elections are free and fair in 2024? What's the Trump team doing? And I've heard hints of this. It needs to be done. And then I'll have one more question after yeah. that because I know you got to go. Yeah,
1: the biggest thing we can do is swamp them, uh, just swamp them. And then we have good lawyers. You know, last time I campaigned, I, I assumed everything was being handled professionally by people and you know they got outsnookered by the democrats that's the only thing they good at. you use the words before disinformation and misinformation they're pretty close that's what they're good at and and stealing votes because you can't vote Well, you can't possibly rep open borders no voter id high interest rates high taxes they want to quadruple your taxes You know, all these things, bad military, woke military, a loss in Afghanistan, most embarrassing moment in the history of our country, where we fled Afghanistan. You know, 18 months, I didn't have one soldier killed in Afghanistan. I spoke to the head person, Abdul, I said, Abdul, don't do it, (laughs) don't do it, Abdul, if you do it, Abdul. he said, but why do you send me a picture of my house? So look uh <laughs> we didn't have one soldier killed think yeah, of this yeah. not one soldier killed Rob yeah. in 18 months and then we fled like a bunch of cowards Yeah the yeah. people that we have and you know I want to tell you and your listeners very importantly and my people can stop pushing you to get cuz you are a terrific guy so we can stop pushing you to end because the you know they say oh we allow a certain you get more time than other oh, you, thank you. Get so fantastic Thank you but I have to tell you we have a great military, and we have great. I took out ISIS with a group of people that were genius uh, generals. The problem is, we don't have our generals on television. We have our generals doing what they're supposed to be doing, not the television generals that yes. do so badly, the woke generals. Yes. But we have great people. Now, yesterday, as you know, Biden uh, broke you talk about classified information. He told the enemy, We don't have any ammunition. I know. Okay. <clears throat> what kind of a guy would do this? And one thing I just heard, and it's very interesting. So we sell millions and millions of hats, make America great again, Trump, all this stuff, right? Yes. Somebody said, if he got 80 million votes, which he didn't, if he got 80 million votes, how come I've never seen a Biden hat? Have
0: you ever seen a Biden <laughs> no. hat? No, I never have. Never you know? So think <laughs> of
1: it. It was the coolest thing. I said, as soon as you ever have somebody tell you something, I say, man, that thing is cool. It just hits you, right? I've never seen a Biden hat. No. You he got 80 million votes. I've never seen his circles, Phil. When he makes a speech, he ate circles. He has to get press to put them in there because <laughs> there's no people. But he got 80 million votes. Yeah. No. It was a rigged election, and it's a horrible thing that happened to our country.
0: Um, yeah, and, and that's one of the reasons why I say when people ask me, do you think that uh, COVID was, uh, was played up to affect the election? I say, yeah, because I'm not stupid. The same goes with the 2020 election. When somebody says, do you think that the 2020 election was, you know, I said, yeah, because it's, I'm not stupid. It's fairly obvious. The, the other day you were in my, uh, near my hometown. You were in Council Bluffs, Iowa. I'm from a small town in Southwest yeah. Iowa called Neola. And, uh, and I think a lot of Americans know that D.C. doesn't. And care about them. What do you have to say to Americans who feel like Washington, D.C. only exists to enrich itself and its cronies, leaving the rest of us behind? What can you offer us, sir?
1: Well, it's flyover country. And if you look at my uh, work that I've done for the farmers and for Iowa, that's why I say I'll never lose Iowa because I got the farmers $28 billion yeah. from China. Yes. Nobody else. I didn't, didn't want to say with such bravado, they'll say, oh, he's arrogant. No, but I got the farmers. 28 billion dollars and i spoke to a son they're opening checks that are very big checks because what china did to our farmers is a disgrace under past administrations and it was 28 billion figured out by our secretary of agriculture Tony, you know, sonny yeah. Perdue, who's a wonderful guy yes i said how much is it tell me what the number is please tell me what the number is and it was 28 billion i got china to give our farmers $28 billion. Wow. And I said, you know what's going to happen? They're not voting against me. So I feel very confident in Iowa. I feel very confident in Nebraska and all of these places that they really appreciate the work that I've done. Yes. But think of it. Who would even ask China for money for our farmers? Then I made a trade deal. Well, USMCA is phenomenal replacing NAFTA, which was a, just the worst trade deal ever made. Yeah. And USMCA is so good that Mexico and Canada want to renegotiate it, and they're in negotiations now to destroy it for our farmers and for the American people. i made such a good deal. And you always know it's a good deal when they want to renegotiate it, but that never happens to us because we always make bad deals. I made so many good deals, but I made a lot of them for the farmers, including the big deal with China. But I don't even talk about that because what they did with COVID... Was so bad, it uh, overrides any trade deal that I made. Now, I made a great trade deal, fifty billion dollars worth
0: of product. So, so you know, job. did you have a chance to see the new Jim Caviezel movie? I, I saw it, and I know our open our border is open. We've got children being streamed across the uh, border, and sex trafficking and whatnot. Mika Brzezinski uh, said that it's not happening. I believe it is. Uh, what do you have to say about the, the movie and the and the problem of child sex trafficking in our country? And what are you going to do to stop it?
1: Well, he came to the White House when I was there, and I was very... Tim Ballard, yes. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, the fantastic guy. They could actually give me a showing of the movie very soon. They're coming. But I hear fantastic things about it. No, it's a big hit, and I hear fantastic things about it. And and it's it's true. Look, it's so vicious. It's a vicious world. Yeah. The way they treat people, the way they... Remember when I announced... uh, When I first announced coming down the escalator, I announced... And there's rape, and they said, he said rape. Oh, yes. Well, now you look at rape. I mean, that was mild compared to what actually happens, because yes. he's, the women coming up in these caravans, it's like, it's it's carnage what's yeah. happening. Yeah. So I was actually very mild. Remember they hit me because they used the word rape. Yes. Uh, the level of rape is beyond anybody's comprehension. So, you know, there are a lot of things. We're going to make America great again. We can do it quickly. We're going to open up the energy. We're going to use our liquid gold. We don't need Venezuela's well as, uh, tar that we have to. You know where they're, they're uh, tar, because it's very yeah. bad stuff. Yes. They got a lot of tar. You know where that's cured and where that's, uh, you know, I call it distilled. It's so bad. <laughs> yes. It's in Houston, Texas. Wow. And it, these are wonderful environmentalists, but all of that stuff is flowing right into the air. We have the best, sweetest, most beautiful oil right under our feet. And we're not allowed to take it. But we clean the oil for Venezuela. You know, we're making the dictators and dictator very rich in Venezuela. You know that. Can you believe that we're getting our oil now from Venezuela, but we're not taking good stuff out of our own?
0: It makes no sense at all.
1: Finally, sir. We'll um, bring it down. We'll we'll drill. We're going to make a fortune doing it. Love it. We're going to have energy again. We'll be energy independent. You know, three years ago, we were energy independent, and we were soon going to be energy dominant. We're going to supply Europe. But uh, they gave it up at the the all-time high press. How about this? Uh, It just had hit a brand new high, and they said, we're not gonna drill. And you know, sort of just the, uh, everything is like April Fool's there, right? You know, (laughs) it's like open borders. (laughs) Let's not drill when the price is high, you know, everything. You know, people are crazy.
0: Finally, I, I watched your uh, presidential announcement in Mar-a-Lago, and before your walk on music, I heard a song from Les Mis called uh, Do You Hear the People Sing? And, uh, yeah. and that, to me, I, it sounded deliberate because I believe if you listen to what the, the people, the people are rejecting Bud Light and Target, the people are rejecting this woke nonsense DEI, the people are rejecting this open southern border, was that deliberate and and i do you hear and do you feel that we are in the midst in the beginning of a an awakening in this country and return to patriotism and saving the country
1: so i ran twice and i did really well first time and i did much better the second time yeah. you know i got 12 million more votes okay? yes uh, a lot of people don't realize that we did much better very rare does the president get more votes the second time. Yes. Yes. people get tired i got not only did I get more, I got more than any other president has ever gotten, both in terms of votes and in terms of increase over the previous election, right? And I will tell you, there is more spirit now. I was in South Carolina, you know that, Yes. last week, two weeks ago. We had 80,000 people. And that's a real number too, yeah. 80,000 people. And you saw that town, it was, oh, yeah. it was in- incredible, <laughs> yes. it was incredible what happened. And every place I go, there's more spirit now than we've ever had. And, yeah, there's something going on. There's something big uh, going it. on. Because I don't think the people of this country are going to take it anymore, I think what's right. happening.
0: Oh, I think you're right. I think America is fed up. And, and 74% of the American people believe the country is headed in the wrong direction. I believe that uh, we can come together to save Earth. Mr. Trump, I thank you very much for your time today. It's an honor to have you on. I have one other question. And I just was curious because I, I had the honor of coming to Mar-a-Lago about a year ago. And I I heard the music played. And I heard Elvis. And I said, the only way that Elvis is being played is if if the president asks for Elvis. Are you an Elvis fan? Because I was raised an Elvis fan like you wouldn't believe as a little boy.
1: I am. But I like his somber songs best. Not the blue suede shoes stuff. I yeah. think that's fine. Gotcha. But he's got some great stuff, you know, like Don't and Hurt. Yes, And, uh, you know, there are some songs that are phenomenal. But, no, I love Elvis, and people love Elvis. And Elvis, uh, metaphorically, is making more money today than he ever made. <laughs> you know, All right. It's, uh, Elvis was Elvis. Elvis was great. He has left. You know, they used to have to say, uh, Elvis has left uh, the arena. The building, that yes. you know, They'd scream out, <laughs> he has left, because the people were ripping the place apart. Yes, well, uh, it's, uh, he was. He was a great guy with an incredible talent, incredible voice. Led led a sort of a interesting life and a you know, pretty difficult life in a certain way, right? Well, well I'm looking forward.
0: I'm looking forward to getting you back in the building, sir, and that building being the White House. Thanks for joining me. Uh, God bless you. Godspeed. God bless. Be safe and thank you.
1: Well, keep up the great work. You really are. You have a big voice and an important voice, and a voice that people like listening to, like me. I like listening so. Have a good time. Thanks, Rob. Thank you,
0: sir. Take care. All right, there you go. There's our uh, our interview with Donald Trump, uh, and a half an hour of, uh, of interview. And uh, we are going to – I just feel it's important enough that we run it again in the final hour of the show. So we do have a lot of things we want to get to before then. We've got some testimony on Capitol Hill to get to today, more FBI testimony, uh, and also reasons why um, why the FBI went after Catholics and it's worse than you could ever imagine. It, it really, really is. And, uh, and then also, Christopher Wray would not confirm or deny if Joe Biden is under investigation for bribes from the executive of the uh, Burisma Holdings. And uh, when he can either n- confirm nor deny, it means that uh, they are because otherwise they just deny. You see what I'm doing there? You know, you just say, no, we're not doing it. But uh, but if because he said uh, he could not confirm or deny, the answer is fairly obvious. So that's coming up uh, as well as your phone calls at eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. If you have a comment on the Trump interview, that would be perfectly fine as well. You are listening to a Thursday edition of The Rob Carson Show. I switched. I
1: switched. I switched. I switched to Newsmax. 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 Have you made the switch? You bet I did. My whole family switched. Millions are
0: switching to Newsmax. You should, too.
1: Bulldoze the swamp, pave it over, and start again. It's the Wild Carson Show.
0: All right. So today's been a pretty big day thus far. Uh, interview with Donald Trump, uh, three-part interview we'll repeat it in the last hour of the show because it's darn good, and uh, it's not very often that Donald Trump says, you know, uh, screw the timeline, and normally we give people 15 minutes. We're going to give Rob uh, half an hour minimum, so uh, if you missed it, we got it coming up. Um, I do find it rather curious that today the Secret Service announces they have no evidence whatsoever leading them to the person that the cocaine come from in the White House. All right, so we've got the number one coke addict in the entire world who's broken laws time and time and time again, is currently under a plea deal. Uh, for said gun charge lying on a federal gun form, said he wasn't on cocaine, and uh, he's been featured smoking crack, doing coke for a decade minimum, including off the rear ends of uh, strippers. He was acting bizarre on July the 4th. And you have the Secret Service, and I I, I don't want to malign the Secret Service, but I I'm going to tell you, uh, if you can't see the video, if you can't find the evidence for who brought a bag of Coke into one of the most secure places in the world, then I'm going to go to frickin' Fort Knox and clean house. Because if the FBI is this incompetent, then I should be able to rob them blind. Just go in wearing a, you know, if I wore a MAGA hat into Fort Knox, then I'd get busted. But it's honest, it's just it's laughable on the face of It's just bloody laughable on the face of it. And, and I'll bet you anything it's all about that plea deal and in, in, in about that gun charge. Because if he tested positive for cocaine, which I think he should do, and if, by the way, he has to, I would venture to say, if he is going to accept that plea deal, he has to be clean. Now, cocaine apparently disappears from the system completely in two days, but it stays in your hair. So it stays in your hair for two years. Maybe that's why he's wearing his hair so short these days. I don't know, he wants to get rid of the evidence. But it really is it's just it's all, it's almost uh, laughable nonsensical that you can't find the person who who leaked the Dobbs decision you cannot find uh, you know uh, th- th- this with the cocaine dear god in heaven you can't find the pipe bomber they've been doing that for years what the hell you know, and the only thing it's not you know you'd think that most people would be embarrassed by being called incompetent these guys are like oh they're only calling us on incompetent well at least not they're, they're not calling us corrupt it's I just this, we have a two-tier justice system we have a tale of two cities we are the proletariat we are the rabble we are the crumb eaters they are the foie gras eaters and every every day that we experience this uh, the more I realize that's what it is and the only antidote is somebody in Washington DC who knows where the bodies are buried knows the people who are going to be stabbing people in the back the people who are in it for themselves and not the and not the uh, uh, the state and the deep state and, and the one question that I did not get to today, today, we did not have time, is I I wanted to suggest how he was going to vet people in his administration who he knows would serve the Constitution and his constituents, the American people, and not the deep state. So he's not surrounding himself with deep staters who try to destroy his presidency like the last time, and they did. And they did. There's no doubt about it. His tenure as the president was unprecedented, and his uh, departure from the White House is unprecedented with uh, uh, two indictments that never have happened in history. And the only reason being is he's running for president, and they know they're going to get their asses kicked out of their jobs. They're going to lose their security clearances, and some of them, hopefully, God willing, are going to go to jail. And one of those people I'd like to see in jail is Jim Comey, and the other one is Christopher Wray. Yesterday on Capitol Hill, he did not confirm or deny if Joe Biden is under investigation for uh, alleged crimes from an executive at Burisma Holdings. You know, the Ukrainian energy company, they paid uh, Hunter Biden uh, $83,000 a month for a board position. We also know, according to documents, that he was, uh, uh, Joe Biden uh, pressured the uh, Ukrainians to fire the investigator looking into the holding company because of Hunter's involvement. But here is, uh, here is uh, uh, Chris Ray yesterday neither confirming nor de- denying on Capitol Hill. All righty, hold on one second. From Burisma or any other foreign companies as vice president, president, or private I'll citizen. Let's start that one more time. Did Joe Biden take pay, uh, payments from Burisma or any other foreign companies as vice president, president, or private citizen Biden?
1: Uh, as you may know, there is an ongoing investigation being led by the U.S. Attorney in Delaware, And Mr. Don't, tell Weiss, me, don't tell
0: me. Don't Let me guess. You can't comment on it because of that.
1: Appointed uh, by President Trump in the last administration, that our Baltimore field office is working with, and I would refer oh, you
0: sure, it's Trump—to
1: to him as to what, <laughs> if anything, can be shared. So the president is oh,
0: under—he is under, um, he is under um,
1: investigation. I'm not going to confirm. Or speak to who is or isn't under investigation for what. I'm simply so going to say, not you. under investigation? I didn't say that either. Oh, dear God. Uh, by longstanding department policy and practice. I'm I'll, not going to be confirming or denying I'll who is it. or isn't under investigation.
0: All right, so you've heard the expression, wag the dog. That's chasing the dog's damn tail. Uh, I've got more audio from Capitol Hill and much more on the other side of this break. This is the Rob Carson Show. Like the show?
1: You can help by subscribing and leaving a five-star review on both Apple and Spotify. It's free.
0: It's our America. We built it. Courage. Freedom. Millions go to Newsmax when they need to know. Start today on the free Newsmax app. Newsmax is real
1: news for real people.